Hey party people, I'm Katie, and welcome back to another episode of Apostolic Audios. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hey guys, we're joined with a special guest today, Mitchell. Um, Mitchell and I grew up together, but now he's a freshman in college. Um, He went to St. Rose when he was growing up, and we were in United Youth Group together, so if you remember Peyton and Renzo... He's from that group of people, too. Mitchell, would you like to say hi? Hey, guys. My name's Mitchell. Um, as Catherine introduced me, uh, freshman in college, and I'm very excited to be part of this podcast. I'm an active listener, so this is pretty cool to be on it. One of our first guests that's a child, other than Peyton, but we'll have Peyton back soon. Don't you worry, mm-hmm. guys. You guys should go on together. Oh, that would be cool. I think you'd banter we, well. We could have a good debate, yeah. Me and him, uh, we actually think a lot. Uh, Do you? Very similar. Mm. Very similar to think a lot. So maybe you shouldn't be on together. Well, you know what? I would I would like to pick his brain. We'll figure mm. it out. Maybe we are different. Well, mm. well we definitely are different, but yeah. we'll, well find, we'll find out. out on the podcast. Yeah. Okay, so I'm starting a new tradition with people that come on the podcast. The first question is going to be, what's your favorite way to spend time with God? Like an easy for... Mm-hmm. Favorite way to spend time with God uh, have to be adoration, without a doubt. Um, mm. Silent or with music. I love it. It's just a great way to lock in. And in me, because I mean, I, I mean, I love to pray. I pray every night. But when I'm in front of the Blessed Sacrament, I'm just that more focused, that more locked in. And mm-hmm. that's where I have some of my, my best prayer time, my best self-thought um, and realizations. And ultimately, that's where the, the best stuff has come out of. Mm. Retweet. I actually, I also really like adoration. That's the first time I fell in love with God. Um, which we're going to touch on later, mm-hmm. but Mitchell actually has no idea what we're going to talk about today because he wants to freestyle it entirely. It's my so, favorite way. As he should. Okay. So your first question is, when did you first feel the love of God? Hmm. Well, I, this is your second. That is a very good question. Um, first felt the love of God. Um, well, it would be sophomore year. Um, so I took a, I took a slight break from the church. Um, and then when I came back sophomore year, um, I would say, I'd say the best time I could say it was winter retreat, mm. uh, sophomore year through our United Youth Group. That's because the entire, like, that was, it was in January and like the entire, like first half of the year from like September on, I was getting back into it. I was going to youth group. I was starting to get back involved after I'd taken some time away and I, it was growing gradually, but I'd say that retreat, it really started, I, I let it come into me I let it hit me over the head and I, I had a very good adoration a very good confession and I'd say that that would be probably the first time I really felt the love of God mm. so that brings us to the next question when did you give your life to Christ like does it did it take you some time after that first adoration like how did that process go for you I'd say it definitely took some time because I'd say sophomore year was me getting into it and then junior year had COVID we had to deal with that that happened mm-hmm. like COVID literally happened probably about a month after that winter retreat yeah. so the entire next year was very it was a very uh stagnant year mm-hmm. but my senior year um would be when i would say i definitely gave my life to christ and um i i took part in this um uh one journey called exodus 90 which mm-hmm. I, i'm actually coming on about a year ago since i did it can you define it for our audience i would love to so exodus 90 is a 90 day spiritual journey it starts 45 days before lent and ends mm-hmm. on easter so basically, I love to call it Lent on steroids. You give up just about anything and everything that's like pleasurable. So mm. no dessert sweets, no TV. Sports was probably the hardest part for me. Mm. Um, Mitchell's a big sports guy. Love sports, yeah. 
Uh, you can only listen to music that lifts the soul to God or, mm. or uh, Christian podcast. So this would count if you're doing Exodus Ooh. 90. Stick with the podcast, definitely. Self-promotion. Yep. <laughs> but um, it's, it's a whole list. Uh, if you're, it's, it's designed for men, um, but there's also a women's version too, I've learned. But if you're interested, definitely Google it. Check it out. I'd say that was when, when I did that, when I was completing it. It wasn't even, wasn't like after I finished. It was mm-hmm. while I was in it. And, like, one of the things that, like, the biggest turnaways is cold showers. You have to take cold showers every single night. Mm. So many people just be like, that's just too hard. I, I can't <laughs> do it. But I tell you, when you're doing it, I walked around, because I was in high school at the time. I was a senior in high school. I walked around school with a big smile on my face every single day because I was full with the Holy Spirit. Mm. And that was that was probably one of the happiest times of my life. And we go to a very atheist high school. So. Oh, yeah. So that, that was cool. And you know what? I love to tell everybody and anybody at the high school. They'd be like, you're doing what? I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this. And I love it. So, yeah, that would be definitely the time. Who knew cold showers could bring you so much joy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I definitely said that in a moment, too. <laughs> um, this actually, again, leads us to our next question. Um, I said, how did you give your life to Christ? Like, what did being a Christian look for, look like for you in high school and at home? So you kind of answered that question with your cold showers. but mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Exodus 90, um, was it, it was a good start. But how does it look like? I mean, I would go to the takeaways from that is... Mm. And continue to build my spiritual life. Now, me as a Christian, I mean, I love to be open about it. I love to be open. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, not always promote, like, over the top. Like, mm-hmm. I, I respect everybody's opinions, especially our high school is a very atheist and secular high school. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can't, like, openly go out there and tell everybody they have to convert, have to be Christian. Mm-hmm. But when people see the smile on my face, they'll ask why. So I'm always happy to tell them. Mm-hmm. But... Some practices I like to do, I read scripture every morning and night and pray every night. And um, those are just some of the things I took away from Exodus and going to church every week. Believe it or not, um, I didn't go to church actually every week until mm. about a year ago, re- coincidentally with about the time I started Exodus, because mm. I was like, well, that's one of the uh, requirements, so I got to gotta hop on gotta it. Go. Yeah, because one of the problems was I, I was just me going. So mm. I would go every now and then, maybe, but... When I when I committed to it, I was it was keeping my faith life steady, but having those check marks in there, and I mean I don't want to call them check boxes because so many Christians will fall into it like that. Mm-hmm. But I would really say like scripture, it keeps me going because mm-hmm. if I if I didn't do that, then certain times there there'd be a why, like why mm-hmm. am I Christian? Why am I living a life of faith? Mm-hmm. But having these consistent reminders definitely helps me. All right, this brings us to our overall topic. Um, how did your faith like? faith life change when you went to college so this question is um what changed the most in your faith life when you went to college and do you feel like your faith grew with your college experience so far because it's mm-hmm. your first semester but that's a very good question so if i to give you a little backstory i entered my college actually a very high time in my faith not only was because i completed exodus a couple months prior but um our youth group went on a uh retreat to mm-hmm. uh steubenville in ohio which I, I think you've mentioned on the podcast before have you yeah yeah, um, so that was about a month before I went. So I was still riding the wave and everything. And I like to try and stretch that wave out as long as I could. Mm-hmm. And I could still see it stretched out mm-hmm. until now. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was at a very good part of my spiritual life. So immediately I knew I had to go jump right in. I had to find the Catholic Center at my school, which I because I knew they had one at the University of South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And so literally how it worked was... I moved in on, like, a Sunday, and then, like, Monday morning, we have, like, a big group meet called Caroline Catholics, and I saw this, like, group meet text, because mm-hmm. I, I work, actually, I actually work for our church, so I'd be up, like, early every, like, weekday morning 
it was like eight o'clock. I was laying in my dorm bed, like first day. Mm-hmm. I see the text like adoration right now, eight thirty, nine thirty, and I'm like, Oh, that's so cool. I'm that's like, the best time. I'm like I'm like, uh I uh I'm literally doing nothing right now. So I'm kinda like, um uh, probably should I go. should probably go. So but I remember I was like, Well, I can't just like go and sit there the entire time. As much mm-hmm. as I love adoration, this is a bunch of people I've never met before. Right. So I strategically procrastinate to the la- mm-hmm. to get there for the last fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. So I spent fifteen minutes with Christ looking around at like like 20 people I've never seen before. Right. So then immediately I go up and um, I see the altar server. So after adoration ends, I walk mm-hmm. right up to him and I'm like, so, hey, my name's Mitchell and uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm new here. <laughs> and he's going to be like, oh, cool. And then he's like, let me go introduce you to everybody else. So mm-hmm. I met everybody literally on my first day because I knew I instantly wanted to be involved with mm-hmm. the Catholic Center. I wasn't going to let myself slip up either right. because I wanted to jump in right away. I didn't want to mm-hmm. push it off or anything because it was important to me. Mm-hmm. So now going down the road, I because I got involved early, it was easy to stay in it. And mm-hmm. I go to church still every week. Um, we're a focus-based uh, school. So, I mean, not like through a school, but our Catholic center is focus-based. So they have like focus there. They have Bible studies. So I'm in a Bible study that meets every Sunday night, which is the perfect time for me because that's when mm-hmm. our youth group used to meet. That's so true. It, it literally fills the void I had before. Mm-hmm. Not entirely. I love my youth group. I also love my Bible study. They're mm-hmm. different and it's good that they're different. Right. But I really, it was really good to jump right in and have good friends in Christ. So I'd say my relationship, I'd say it's remained steady, mm-hmm. but it's only because it was at like an all time high. And right. that was the goal is to continue the, to keep it steady where it was. Right. Right. Um, how have you felt God in your adjustment to college? Like, have you felt the Holy spirit in certain places and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, definitely have. Um, I mean, I see God in my life every day, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So many times I see this happens or that happens. And I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I could I could see it and going to South Carolina that's probably the best example I have because the the faith community at South Carolina is one of the best uh, Catholic communities in the entire South because really? I mean, the South is not is not very Catholic mm-hmm. it's a lot more Baptist based or other Protestant um, uh, forms of Christianity mm-hmm. Catholic is a little more northern based so a lot of the schools I was applying to, uh, they all had it because they were all big schools. I, I mean, I, I love sports, as you know, so I wanted to go to a big football school. Mm-hmm. So like my list was South Carolina, Georgia, NC State, Clemson were like my, some of my top mm-hmm. four. And um, I'm very thankful that I ended up at South Carolina because I, mean, I was between a bunch of different schools and mm-hmm. it was pretty much God's plan that I'd end up at South Carolina and meet all these great fellow brothers and sisters in Christ because I mean looking back on it I don't think there'd be another faith community out of all the schools that I was looking at that's better than what I got there actually I have a question that's not in the list go ahead um a lot of people say that like you're gonna end up at the college like that you're meant to be at like Mm -hmm. people say that a lot with like college applications and stuff do you believe in that I really do I mean because I saw it happen like this and so I mean to go off of the faith, aside from the faith faith aspect of it, um, I went to the big football school. South Carolina is always they're an SEC football team, mm-hmm. but the past couple of years they've been rough. And who knew that this oh, year yeah, they won, this they? year they came up. I mean they had a decent season last year, so I knew there was hope. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to just bank off of hope. So because that was between like South Carolina and Georgia were my two top schools. Georgia won the national championship last year, and they're actually I don't know when this is the year, but they're playing in it uh, next week. Oh really? But um, 
So I knew they would be good. Mm -hmm. South Carolina, I didn't know. So I ended up in South Carolina. I'm like, well, I took football school. I'm going to be happy no matter what. I didn't know we were going to be two top five teams in back-to-back weeks in Tennessee and Clemson. And I was going to have the time of my life at every football game. Mm -hmm. Not not only football games, but just at the school. So, I mean, look how that ended up. That's true. I, I, I believe you'll end up, no matter wherever you end up, you don't have to go to football school. But <laughs> you'll, 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 schools, you'll end up where you're meant to be and you'll enjoy it. None of my schools are football schools, so uh, I'm glad that you feel that way. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Except for Notre Dame, but that's unlikely. Yep. Um, in general, wait, no, 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 no. I gotta get through the college questions first. Um, how do you feel balancing your relationship with God with being in school and having the stresses of school and stuff? Um... I feel it goes well. See, the one thing about college is, like, I was talking to my sister once, and she was like, you have time to go to the gym every day at school? I'm like, yeah, because people don't realize you're only in class, like, an hour or two max a day or, like, something like that. So you have a lot of downtime. Now, I spend a lot of my time doing work, Mm -hmm. but that also gives you a great opportunity to build a good structured schedule. Mm -hmm. So I was able to build a schedule where I can go to the gym every day, I can study every day, I can maintain my grades and then do that all during the week and then have fun on the weekends too and mm-hmm. not have to worry about schoolwork as much. Mm-hmm. And with that, I was able to really solidify my morning scripture reading. So that was always really good at night. Mm-hmm. But morning was a little dicey. But when I got to school, I was immediately like, before I leave my dorm, I'd always read. Mm-hmm. So the structure part of it definitely helped a lot. Um, and just maintaining it overall, I mean... Stresses come up, yes. Uh, I definitely had an easier first semester than most people, mainly because mm-hmm. I took a lot of APs in high school, so I was already ahead. Mm-hmm. But it's always good to have God in your corner when, when times are good and when times are bad. And uh, one other thing I'd like to say is um, we have a weekly holy hour at our... Um, oh, like awesome. You can sign up for a weekly holy hour at our Catholic church. We have adoration um, Monday through Thursday from like 8 a.m. to like 5 p.m. Really? So like everybody signs up for like an hour slot or some people do multiple. I just do like one a week. Mm-hmm. But having that one hour mm-hmm. and I actually my last semester was on literally my busiest day of the week. Oh, really? I, it was I mean, it was like the only spot like that works. I jumped mm-hmm. in late, but it was really nice. on my like busy, stressful day to have an hour just to give mm-hmm. and sit there and relax and be with God. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, we don't have that right now. I, I get, like, adoration, like, once a month. Yeah. Renzo, did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> um, next question. Okay. What's the hardest part about adjusting to college? And also, what has been the best? You can answer one at a time. <laughs> I'll go hardest first and, and lighter. Mm-hmm. Hardest part, um, I don't get very homesick, but I know a lot of people that can that can uh, definitely hit. My, my One of my friends in particular, I know, he doesn't, like, struggle with it, but it's present, I'd say. Mm-hmm. But, um... Just know you're, I mean, you're surrounded by people that are like you and just go out and be yourself mm-hmm. and um, try and make the most of it. As, if you're not feeling down, like I know like one of my friends, my roommate actually, he left. Um, it just, it didn't end up working out for him. But mm-hmm. um, whatever it is, it, like it's, it, the path is different for everybody. Right. But being on that said, and the other side of it, the best part is you're going to a brand new environment mm-hmm. that, uh, I mean, nobody knows you. So you get to go That's in. True. And I mean, I don't like to say change yourself because one of my big true messages is to be true to yourself no matter what all the time. So that's exactly what I did at school. So I jumped right in. Mm-hmm. I was myself. You were Mitchell. Yes, I, I was Mitchell. 100%. Mitchell 100% <laughs> in South Carolina. and South Carolina I, edition. Yeah, exactly. I loved it. Everybody loved it. Mm-hmm. I made friends instantly because I was just being me. I was just being open. I'm, I'm a very a more extroverted person. Mm-hmm. So I was just open and happy and just 
always excited to meet new people and try new mm-hmm. things. And that was the best part because everything that resulted after that, all my great friendships, mm-hmm. all these memories were all just me being me and having a fun time. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Last college question. And then we'll have one more question after. It's going to mm-hmm. be another tradition. All right. <laughs> uh, what do you want to say to people who are struggling to find their place at school? Like when they're at school or? Yeah. Like, so uh, like they've gotten there and they don't know how to adjust. Like, like in we, college? Yeah. Um, what I would say is, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you obviously have some interest in faith and mm-hmm. Catholicism or, or whatever form of Christianity you're in. Um, mm-hmm. But I would say definitely reach out because um, every campus should have like a Catholic, some sort of center. Mm-hmm. Um, normally is what you, you call a Catholic center, a Newman center. You may not have focus on there on mm. campus, but you'll probably have something. Do you guys have focus? We have focus, yeah. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, um, but reach out um, because there, I mean, there's a lot of people in there that, I mean, that's one thing you have in common with them, and that's mm. all you need. That right. doesn't matter. They're going to be friends with you no matter what. Mm-hmm. Jump right in, and it'll be helpful. The other thing, um, every campus has resources. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely utilize those. But the biggest thing I could say is get involved. I joined at the like. I'm pretty sure like five clubs when I got there. And oh, wow. Some of them I can't even go to, but uh, <laughs> like I have like three clubs that meet on like a Tuesday night and I know four clubs that meet on a Tuesday night and like two of them are at like the same Club time. Hopping. Yeah, uh, sometimes <laughs> I do that. And the problem is I don't have a car, so I have to like get a ride from like my dorm if I want to go to a bass fishing club and I have to get a ride from there to my club baseball practice and then I have to get a ride from the baseball practice back to my dorm. So that's like oh, three man. different people I got to line up. Yeah. But you should start an Uber service. Uh, yeah, I probably should, yeah. If you had a car. If I, if I had a car, <laughs> but I, who knows. Um, but get involved because you'll instantly meet people. You got all you, Same thing with faith. You just got to have one thing yeah. involved with them. Like I'm involved with our Catholic Center. I'm on the club baseball team. I'm on the club fishing team. I'm in the investing club also. Mm. I'm technically in the sales club too. Um, but so Is that a club hopper? Yeah, that's kind yeah. of cool. I think I went to that like twice, but it's cool because I mean, I'm, I wanted to go and check it out and yeah. I met some people and it was great. Mm-hmm. So it's all about connections. It's all about connections and just get involved because mm-hmm. you can't just, your college experience can't be you just go to class, do mm-hmm. your homework, maybe go to the gym or something like that. And then you go back to your dorm and sleep and do it again. And I don't know, maybe go to a football game on the weekends once. Yeah. You got to, you got to get involved. You got to meet new people because mm-hmm. then, like I say with my club baseball team, like, those are the people I'll hang out with a lot, too. I'll hang mm-hmm. out with my Catholic friends. I'll hang out with my baseball friends. Mm-hmm. I'll hang out with my fish, fishing friends. And it's great to hang out with multiple different groups of people mm-hmm. because it, that's just good to have the, the diversity. Right. Awesome. Yeah. That was a great answer. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, last question. I'm giving you one minute to answer it. All right. How do you feel like God has shaped your life the most? Let's see. How God has shaped my life the most? Um... It, I'd say, I went on this earlier, how uh, everything happened for a reason. Um, just me coming back to the church had reason to it. Mm-hmm. And then how I look at that now is now that I found God and I'm a firm believer in God and I'm never going to lose God. Like I was t- talking about this with my friends. It's like no matter whatever happens, no matter whatever rough patches I go through in my faith, mm-hmm. I always just got to remember that God is there and I always believe in him um, so that I'll always come back to him. And then with that said, is to keep moving forward, keep spreading the message, keep mm-hmm. sharing it to more people, trying to help make a difference in the world. Mm. I'd say that's that's where God's made a big impact in me. And just living a good, virtuous life, like, it's just, it brings you the most joy in the world. I mean, there's a big difference between happy, you could be happy because you have this, you have that, you're going all these things, but true joy 
could only find that with faith. Right. Well, thank you, Mitchell, for joining today. Do you yeah, have any closing welcome. thoughts? Uh, closing thoughts. Um, I mean, I love this podcast. Definitely keep <laughs> <Thank> listening. <you. laughs> and uh, if you're in college, get involved. Get involved with your faith. Get involved with anything else. Mm-hmm. And um, just stay true to yourself. All right. We're praying for you guys. Definitely. Have a good one. <laughs>